Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Well, it's uh, summer, (laughs) praise God, and uh, we thought that uh, today we'd just kind of dive into uh, what's the place of rest, pleasure, vacation uh, in our lives? Uh, What does God give us summer for? And just the whole idea of a Sabbath rest, man, I, I, for one— am utterly relieved that summer is here. I think that people that live in kind of more temperate climates uh, don't appreciate the arrival of summer. Uh, If you have kids in school, that'll at least do it. You know, summer vacation, there's a different rhythm to Mm -hmm. life. Things seem to kind of downshift. But, man, for those of us who live at 7,000 feet here, Mm -hmm. uh, it was a long winter yeah. And uh, winter in Colorado goes till like May. You know, it's still snowing in May. And, and so the arrival of summer just brings up so much joy. It feels like a different rhythm to mm-hmm. life, a different pace, and something that feels very built into the earth, into human beings, and mm-hmm. into the structure of our existence, and into the rhythms that God wants us to live by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John, you know, just as you're talking, just the thought comes to my mind, that distinction you've made before between is it restoration and renewal and just that difference, what we need? The difference between um, relief relief, and That's restoration. It. Yeah. Yeah. Vacation seems like, I mean, that's the time needed for something deeper than just relief. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like Thursday night, 7.30, flip on the TV. That's just relief. I think what most of us do is we blast hard through the day or through the week, and then we try and get a little relief, you know, Mm -hmm. a bowl of ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know, plug in a movie, listen to some music, read a book. And and those tend to be just moments of escape. Mm-hmm. That's very different than restoration, mm-hmm. than, than, than doing things purposefully that create restoration physically, emotionally, spiritually. That's, that's what I think mm-hmm. vacation's about. And... I think what's so sad, Craig, is I look back at some of the vacations we've done and I look at the way other people use vacation and it's not restoration at all. Mm-hmm. It, it isn't even relief. It's right. busyness. It's, you know, let's pack in all the adventure or all the activity or all the travel or, you know, whatever that we can. And people get back from their vacation and actually need restoration. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like they need a vacation from their vacation. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what I want to do today is just put out 
the thought that, first off, we need restoration. Mm-hmm. It's built into the world. That's why God insisted on Sabbath. I mean, I think he commanded it because he knew we wouldn't do it otherwise. You know, we need it desperately. And then to look at summer and, and vacations and just the way we spend our weekends, uh, maybe in a better light, mm-hmm. in a healthier way that mm-hmm. – that, um, we just got back from two weeks mm. on the north shore of Kauai. And uh, one of the things that Stacy and I discovered years ago is that if you can, it is far better to do two weeks of vacation put together than one week of vacation and then one sometime later. I used to get two weeks vacation a year. I think a lot of people have that. You know, and so we'd sort of use one in the summer and then one maybe around Christmas or that sort of thing. And what we discovered was simply that it takes us a week to unplug from the matrix. I mean, it, it literally just takes me a week to wind down I mean, the world that we live in is so frenetic. I don't think we realize how much stimulation we live under, how much adrenaline we simply live on. And so we get to Kauai, and the first week, I mean, it's just crash hard. Rest, unplug, sleep a lot. Uh, And then the second week, what we've discovered is if you can get those two together, or even 10 days together, you know, that there's some period of unplugging, some period of just detox, and then you're ready for enjoyment. Mm-hmm. You're ready to then let the tanks be refilled and let pleasure mm-hmm. come in and, and life and renewal and restoration versus I barely got detoxed. I barely got unplugged. And now I've got to plug right back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, John – like on this vacation, do you, before you go, are you thinking, what do I need? What must I do? I mean, I think many of my vacations, probably most of our vacations, is the whole focus is just getting out of town, away from work, period. That's about the forethought of it. Right, right. I mean, what's going on with you prior to your vacation, and then does it unfold that way? Yeah, I think what we try and do is lessons learned. (laughs) What have we learned? And one of the things we've learned is you need time, time to detox and then time to just enjoy. I think one of the other things we've learned is that running thing, that the temptation – you know, you go to a place like Kauai and the temptation is, okay, what can we see? You know, we're going to race around and do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And what we've learned is – Fight that. Mm. Resist it. And so we went into this trip knowing, one, we're utterly exhausted. We need rest. We went into this trip knowing that the temptation and the pull, once you get to some new place, is let's go, go, go. You know, mm-hmm. let's do, do, do. And, and we said we're not going to do that. We are going to completely unplug. And this is all about rest and restoration versus just trying to get a little relief mm-hmm. and you don't mm-hmm. come back restored. Yeah. So for us, the plan was uh, we literally took the boys and we went to Barnes & Noble and everybody bought a ton of books. 
And we just said this. We're going to read. We are going to unwind. We're going to hang out. You know, we're going to bring a frisbee and a hacky sack, and you know, and we are going to chill. And that's all we're going to do. And we're going to resist all of these other things. And it it was cracking me up. We didn't drive more than seven miles from the little cottage that we had rented uh, the entire time we were there. We were there for two weeks, 14 days. And and on any given day, the farthest we would go is down to the taco stand Mm -hmm. (laughs) or the beach or, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, And we just resisted that whole, you know, the thief wants to steal. Let's just be honest. And, you know, he's going to try and keep you from taking vacation He's going to try and keep you from using it wisely and he's going to tempt you once you are in some vacation context to just burn it, Mm -hmm. right? Run hard, go hard, you know, Mm -hmm. do all the adventures or the tours or the, you know, and we just said not going to do it. Beforehand, we all sort of agreed that's the plan. So, John, what were the highlights? How did restoration come to you on this trip? Yeah, it was huge. It was huge. Um, for one thing, simply reading for pleasure, just reading. Um, I'm just, I'm delighted that my sons love to read. And the typical scenario on any given day is the family's sort of scattered around the little cottage and the yard that we had reading for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And, and then just the rest that that allows. Mm-hmm. I was so tired, I couldn't even journal. I mean, there, you know, I, there's this propensity in me. I'm always sort of processing what's God doing, what's he saying, what's going on inside of me, what's going on in my world, and, you know, always sort of trying to sort through and process things. I was too tired to even journal. Hmm. And, and so, gosh, the, I think the highlights were the beauty, just beauty, there's something about beauty that is so restoring to the human soul. And so to watch the water, to sit and watch sunsets, to just allow beauty to speak, oh, that was huge. How about uh, poetry night? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did some really cool things. We, um, I have noticed that my sons are emerging as writers, and it is nothing I have pressured them into. Uh, in fact, I've probably been too hands-off because I don't want them to feel like you got to walk in dad's footsteps or live in dad's shadow. Um, but they're writers, and they're really good at it. And so one day we were just all kind of hanging around, and I said, you know what? Tonight's poetry night. Uh, sometime today I want everybody to write a poem, uh, and then we're going to share them tonight. And uh, it actually ended up taking two days because I forgot <laughs> and several of us kind of blew it off the first day, got around to the second day. And uh, it was so fun. Here's Samuel, 19, just back from his first year in college. And and his poem was so him and what he's thinking about these days, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> and then here's Blaine. 17, very, very artistic, very philosophical. And, you know, he writes this very thoughtful piece on the waves and the surf and how the kind of uh, glimpses of eternity, you know, and then here's Stacy and her her poem is just all her playfulness, you know, her view of life. And it, it was so cool 
to just do something as simple as that. And, and there is no space for that in normal life. Yeah. That itself requires hearts that are rested, hearts mm-hmm. that have some leisure time. Uh-huh. And what was your poem on? <laughs> okay. All right. So one of the highlights, one of the absolute <laughs> highlights for me was we, uh, we got these sea kayaks and uh, we would paddle out uh, beyond the reef and beyond the lagoon into the deep water at night. We would wait mm-hmm. until it was pitch black and then we would paddle out into the big swells yeah. beyond the protection of the reef. And it is so freaky and it is so beautiful and it is haunting. And uh, I think we did it like four nights in a row because it was just so cool to do that. And we just paddle out and then we just sit in the big swells and just kind of experience that. And so I wrote the poem on why. Why am I drawn to that? Hmm. And, and the, the lines went something like, it feels like turning towards God. Hmm. This vast beauty, it's unnerving, mm-hmm. you know, it's haunting, it's beautiful, it's powerful, it's mysterious. It feels like turning to face God. Yeah. Craig, what do you guys do? What's, what's vacation for the McConnell family? E. Uh, e. Well, I think um, what they've turned into is uh, our best vacations are are us just being together. Now that our kids are out of the home, uh, the thing I miss most is just life with them. Yeah. It doesn't – I think our favorite vacations are at the beach where there is just abundant time to sit in our chairs under the umbrella reading and just talking. It's just kind of free-flow conversation, laughing, um, uh, swimming. It's I think just being together is, is what, what I enjoy mm. most. Mm. Um, and somewhere woven in there when I'm with my kids and, and Lori – is uh, just times of reflection. I just feel very, I don't know, kind of relaxed and vulnerable to God and for him to go anywhere he wants. I love to journal on vacation, um, get some exercise. But uh, like you, I think I think uh, the best vacations are vacations where we haven't driven much at all. Um, it's pretty close to where we're staying and it's just being together. Yeah. Yeah. I want to point out that uh, I remember Dan Allender sharing with me years ago that um, there's visits and there's vacations. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and a lot of time for a lot of people, family visits, we need to go see your parents, oh. right? We need to go, oh. we need to do the in-laws, that kind of thing. That's yeah. not vacation at all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there is a difference huge between visits yeah. and vacation. And, and that's why probably when we go to Southern California, it doesn't have the true marks of a vacation because we're back home where we want to see everyone. There's a lot of visits. Right. So there is something about getting away. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I would just encourage folks as they're listening to our conversation to be thinking about, first off, you need restoration. Mm -hmm. There's a Sabbath rhythm that God has built into the world. He built it into the earth. I mean, the earth rests and then it blossoms and then it rests and then it bears fruit and then it rests, you know, the seasons and all of that. He built it into the Christian life. You, you have a Sabbath. Please take it every week. Mm-hmm. But then I think he also built it into the seasons of our human experience that there's got to be moments in the year that go beyond a day hopefully even beyond a few days, Mm -hmm. where you are creating space Mm -hmm. for beauty, Mm -hmm. for rest, Mm -hmm. for restoration, literally for pleasure to just come in in all the different ways it comes in, whether that's reading or conversation or, you know, the the opposite of busyness, drivenness, distraction, some spaciousness that we desperately need in order to be restored as human beings, to be renewed, you know, to have that. Bernard of Clairvaux's example is you can be a reservoir or you can be a canal. And he said the difference is a canal, as soon as it receives any water, it just gives it away. It just flows right through. He says a reservoir allows itself to be filled up by the rain, by the water, the streams coming in. And then when it gives, it's giving out of its overflow, out of its abundance, right? And and that's what vacation's partly about. It's be a reservoir. Don't just be a canal. Yeah, Yeah, it seems like there's... To really do vacations well, there's there's some self-awareness that I need restoration. I need a break from my matrix. And then secondly, do do we choose and design and make our vacations from a from a belief that there is transcendence and restoration available if we pursue it? And does our vacation reflect the pursuit of that? Yes. Yes. Versus just falling into old patterns. This is what we always do. Or Let's be honest, the danger of family obligations yeah. and visits and, well, we just have to do this. I would, I would encourage you uh, to ask God, hmm. uh, friends, ask God how he wants you to spend your summer. Ask him what he wants you to do. I mean, summer's almost going to be passed by the time you hear this, and, uh, and we don't want it to slip away, hmm. you know. Uh, and our choice to go to Kauai actually came out of asking God back in February. No, 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 it was December. I'm asking God in December, what do you want summer to look like mm-hmm. so that I can plan, prepare, save, you know, make the arrangements so that when we get there, you know, we're not just uh, falling into old patterns or simply not even taking the vacation that we need. Ask God, Lord, what do you have for me? How do you want me to spend this weekend, my vacation time? How do you want me to spend this summer, Lord? Uh, He wants restoration for us. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you loved it. 
We love getting your feedback as well. If you're enjoying these podcasts and would like to leave us a comment, please visit the iTunes store and do so. And by the way, all of our audio resources are now available for purchase through the iTunes store. You can find our resources and our other podcasts by searching for either Ransomed Heart or John Eldridge on the iTunes store. And to find out more about Ransomed Heart, our podcasts, our events, and all of the things that we're offering and doing, come to our website at www.ransomedheart.com. Thank you.